Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Hi guys, welcome back to the MVM show. Today I got a guest on that's more than just a guest, he's a friend. I've known Ben from Motion Ducks for a long time. Ben, good to have you back on the show again today. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. This will be fun. Yeah, it's been it's been a minute. It's been a minute. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, so we're we're gonna we got several things to cover, guys. Um if you guys don't know about this product that we're getting ready to talk about, and we're not gonna spend the whole conversation talking about um, motion ducks, but I know for a fact it's something that I want everybody that's listening to hear about because it's a it's a product, it's a tool. You can almost call it a weapon for duck hunting. That I can tell you, we've killed so many birds over, and there's a reason that Ben. I don't know. We met. I want to say five years ago. Was it six yeah, years ago yeah, at the Sportsman's cool. Show in yeah. Sac? In Sacramento. Yeah. yeah. Probably five or six years ago now. Yep. And w- there's no way I wouldn't be, we still wouldn't be talking if it wasn't something that worked so well. Um, you guys know, and I know you know this because I've got a lot of feedback of it. You guys know I do not talk about something and try to say it works good just to get something free. You know I only use it if I believe in it because I'm a duck hunter and I'm there using it. And if it works, I'm going to use it. So anyways, Ben... Um, we've had some episodes with you on where you kind of talked about how you came up with it, which you guys can go back and look for that in the history. I don't really want to go into that right now. I really want to go into why is this, what has this done for you as far as yourself, your personal testimony, and what uh, what have you heard from others, how much it works, and how does it work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, is that when we developed this thing, so we, I actually made a prototype and it was this little mini version thing and put it in my hot tub with blocks of wood as the ducks. Mm -hmm. And that's where it started. But I made a bigger prototype and gave it to my dad and said, dad, you got to see this thing. And we took it out and hunted with it ourselves. And it, it worked so good. We were like, we, we have to try to develop this thing. Hmm. And even our buddies were, they were like, don't, don't do it. Don't develop this thing. This is our secret, you know? And yeah, so, right. Uh, <laughs> That's how we all are with good stuff, right? 
So our own personal experience, the whole thing started because like it worked so, so well. And it was like the second to last weekend of the year. And what we found as actually, as we were developing it, we were um, testing it out in some water and this bass fisherman drove by on his boat fishing slow. And he's like, whatever you have right there in the water, I'll, I'll give you 150 bucks for it. Really? And we were like, well, you know, it's a prototype. We're just working on it. We can't sell it to you. But we were like, oh my word, this random bass fisherman who's also a duck hunter saw it and was like, I want, I have to have that. Wow. So that was like, as we were developing it. So we knew we kind of had something good and there yeah. wasn't anything on the market that really did what we were building. You know, there's been jerk strings and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But then as we released it and our customers started using it, especially as, at, at things like the the sportsman shows, we'd sell one, one year and that customer would come back to us in Sacramento. We had, a. Uh, a family, uh, a dad and two sons come back to us. And the, one of the boys was like, gave us hugs. He's like, we love this thing so much. And what they, what they, what it did for them was it gave them the ability to, they would hike in quite a ways Mm -hmm. to, you know, and they'd bring carts and they'd pack in and everything. It gave them the ability to pack in lighter, bring Mm -hmm. less decoys, but still be effective. So they were able to get into the spots quicker they were able to, um, you know, set up and tear down was, you know, was much less effort, but they still shot a lot of ducks. In fact, they said that they're, they, they shot more ducks using just the system. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we hear that loads and loads. The, the product is simply about making the most realistic motion in your decoy spread, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you do that, and it, it just makes a difference, especially when you're hunting educated birds, birds that have been shot shot at a lot, you know, high pressured areas. And uh, I mean, it, it just it works because it looks realistic. I, I think that's really what it comes down to. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. And by the way, guys, I was meant to mention this at the beginning, but we have a new code. Uh, <clears throat> if you guys have ever used this before, maybe it's the first time you're hearing about it. We it used to be MVM ten, but now it's mid valley that other code will not work so mid m-i-d v-a-l-l-e-y all one word if you guys go to check it out and what's your as we before we get going too much ben what's all your your website and your social media and all that yeah just across the board it's motion ducks uh websites motionducks.com and then we also developed the product for you this special you can get the anchor bag free if you go to motionducks.com slash mvm Oh, okay. That's still live. Use, Perfect. That's still live. And then use the MVM code. That'll get you 10% off. So there's a there's a special product there as well. But uh, yeah, motionducks.com slash MVM. Okay, cool. And then put the... That'll get you there. And then social media, it's just motion ducks across the board. Okay. Perfect. And just they would use the code MidValley, right? In yeah, that, MidValley. And that'll get you 10% off. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay, so I guess just real quick for for you to hear as a Wait, as a product. On, Titus. Are, can you edit this out? I got the garbage man. That's okay. Load the dumpster. Can you hear that? Barely, honestly, barely. Oh, okay, okay. It's loud to me. It's right. No, you're me. good. Hey, okay. we just roll. We just roll on this. Okay. I had somebody. I, sure. I had somebody so banging on my window. I had somebody banging on my window in the middle of one. I just leave it because it's everybody knows. Okay, okay, everybody I think knows. You can leave this in too. Oh yeah, I don't care. I will. 
it's it, just uh hey this is so real life man we're not I mean, we're yeah. i'm not in no ten thousand dollar studio <laughs> so yeah, it funny. is what it is i think that's okay, the, cool. what people like is the realism of it so anyways um yeah i've actually had my my daughter run in here in middle recording so yeah that stuff happens but yeah, anyways um so you said something earlier in this that struck a chord that I think I know what you were saying, but maybe the listener didn't. And what you were saying is how light it is, how easy it folds down to basically nothing. But yeah. what I think you were saying, maybe I could be wrong, but what I'll express more clearly is guys, you don't know how many hunts I've went on where I was packing in. I didn't have room to carry a dozen, two dozen decoys. Nor did I need to because I had four decoys already pre-set up on the motion ducks, locked in. And when you fold it up, uh, these little rods are kind of like camping uh, a tent poles almost, so to speak. They fold in, throw it on my shoulder. I got my backpack on. I got four decoys, light decoys. Like uh, I like the Dakota decoy, uh, the light, the packable yeah. ones. It's just because they're super light. It's nothing for no other reason than that. Throw that over my shoulder, my anchor bag, which don't weigh that much, eight, 10 ounces, whatever. Throw that in um, my bag with the string, and boom, I'm headed out with my shotgun slung over my shoulder. And I can't tell you how many birds I've killed with that. Just that setup. Because here's my deal this is what I always say Would you rather have four dozen stagnant, stale decoys sitting out of the water with no ripples, or would you have four decoys that look like real birds swimming around? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the key, right? Like, especially as you get further into the season and the ducks get smarter and smarter, they know what a decoy spread is. Yeah. Right? I mean, they just do. They, they, they see all the, the setups and they know what a decoy spread is. You know, if, if somebody that hunts a lot has absolutely experienced, even if you don't hunt a lot, you go out and you're hunting educated birds and there's birds all over and you might not even get a shot mm -hmm. and you got to change that up. The smarter they get, you got to change that up. So what we typically do is as the season progresses, we're using less and less still decoys and only motion by the end. Mm -hmm. And you could go the other route. You know, there's some guys who he'll set up, you know, two, 300 decoys if they have the, if they have the ability to do so. And that can make a difference as well because you're showing the birds something different, something that, where they want to be. But most typical hunters don't have that ability. Right. So you go smaller and go only motion. That day that we were testing it, we had four decoys. And the the so what happened was we were hunting the Columbia River. And this spot on the on the river, probably every 300 yards, there's a duck blind. So there's probably... 10 or 12 duck blinds along this whole stretch of river. And we had set up a typical decoy spread the day before. And my dad and I were like, let's just go try it. Just this. Mm. And we went and found this little pocket and we shot a five man limit in like in an, about an hour and 15 minutes. Wow. And the day before we didn't even limit. We, I, I don't even think we shot half our limit the day before using a standard spread. And it's just because we were this little tiny pocket you know, and there was only a few birds, but they were all swimming mm -hmm. and it, the, the ducks just lit up and dumped in. So that's what we experience. You have to show the ducks something realistic and 
go smaller, go, go only a few decoys. If you're hunting really heavy, you know, heavy pressure, smart, educated birds. Mm. Um, you know, that's, that's one of the, the things that we found works so effectively. And on top of that, the system, you, you, you like to use the four system, but we built it modular. So you can take a single system of four and add another one to it. And you'll get seven decoys on that rig. And then that seven decoy starts moving a little bit different. Um, what we've started seeing now is that we hook up two of those sevens on one. So you have 14 decoys on one jerk line. And so when you're hunting a, a little bit bigger of a spread, you hook up two of those ultimates and holy smokes, we have a couple of videos on it. It, it just looks, it looks insane. Wow. One guy working 14 decoys and they're all moving and they look like they're moving in different directions. And, yeah. and honestly, it takes like seven or eight minutes to set up. It's yeah. super easy to set up. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you can do so much with the system because it's built modularly and you can hunt just the four in small pockets or you can add on and have a, you know, have a, a small flock of, of, of decoys where everything's moving. It makes yeah. a huge, huge difference. Absolutely. And if someone was going to ask me, Titus, if you had to pick, let's say a pulsate, two pulsators or a motion X, I honestly, truly, I'm saying it, the truth right now, I would pick the other one here and I'll give you some reasons why I'm not just saying that seriously. <clears throat> one of them is sound. And I think some people say, well, if they're hearing that pulsator they're they should already be dead. Yes and no. On a calm, still day, it's surprising how much noise a pulsator can make. And and I believe a pulsator has its place, and I like them. I use them for certain scenarios and everything. But if, if someone was to say, which one would you pick? I would still pick the, the jerk string, the motion ducks, because you got multiple off of one. And yes, you're using your manpower, so to speak, but you have no sound. There's nothing yeah. there. And it, it's so realistic looking, not that, a, you know, a, a butt of a duck going splashing is not necessarily, but it's, it, there's an edge to that of them just yeah. swimming and causing that ripple. And the ripple that it makes is actually quite a big area. And like you said, yeah. that's not even me using the, the ultimate spreader, like you said, and I need to do that more. But when we're using it, it's usually because like we're packing in super tight, like I said, and you're just trying to go yeah. minimal, but... I mean, it, it's, you can go on our channel. You guys can watch it. Go just uh, on our channel specifically and type in Motion Ducks. Go to Ben's channel. What's it? Your YouTube channel is Motion Ducks, right? Yep, Motion Ducks. Yep. And you guys, he has some great hunts on there, by the way, too. We're going to get into some things about that here in a little bit. But yeah. I, I don't want to leave too early on this product because it's, it's so cheap, if you look at it, for what it does. And... Uh, Mm -hmm. And the fact that you and your, you know, your dad behind it and how you guys take of everything, how quick you guys get it out. Um, it's just something I've believed in since I first seen it in Sacramento at that show. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I think the, I think, was it, was it you that I saw it in one of your videos after you, after you bought it? Cause we didn't work together immediately. No. I think I had seen you using it and then I called you and was like, Hey, you want to actually like make this official? Yeah. Is that, uh -huh. that was that me was actually out of everybody. I know, I know you work some of my buddies, the flyways collective and everything. Um, yep, yep. I was the original one and I had told yeah, you yeah, about yeah. them. 
I had to remind. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, I was teasing. Yeah, I was teasing Jordan the other day. I was like, "Don't forget," because I was like, "Man, you guys always bring stuff to the table. Am I not bringing anything to the table?" I go, "Wait a minute, I brought motion ducks to the table." (laughs) (laughs) They're like, "Yeah, you did. You that was a good one too, because you know Ben's a great guy, and we worked together for a long time, and the product's amazing. You know, like everybody loves it. Every duck hunter does." Yeah, it's been so great working working with the with with all those guys, man. It's, it's yeah, awesome. my buddy. And now, hopefully, this year, hopefully, we'll get into it more. But hopefully, this year we can uh, we can get a hunt together because you might be coming out to the property. We'll get to it. But yeah, yeah, I'm actually happen. looking forward to that. Like I said, you guys need to check his channel because uh, they've got some sweet stuff going on there. But like you said, yeah, I, gu- I guess we could roll into that. I don't want to leave this too early. Yeah. There's something else I oh. wanted to say about the product and my mind just went blank. Um, I would say, uh, here's the deal. If people are considering it, the two scenarios where we say it's absolutely invaluable, you have to have it, is when you're hunting bluebird days, when there's mm -hmm. no motion, it's just calm. It creates so many ripples. It's a big like nine, 10 foot, you know, chunk of decoys all moving around. That's what the ultimate gives you. Mm -hmm. And then... Um, so those bluebird days where it's super calm. And then secondly, when you're hunting really, really educated birds, when you're hunting high pressure public spots or when it's late season, those two other scenarios, it's like, it makes such a huge difference, such a huge difference Mm -hmm. when we're in the middle of the season. Um, you know, birds are still, you know, still a little bit dumb. Uh, maybe even kind of mid to early season, we'll do the decoy thing. We'll throw out a bunch of decoys, but as we get later and as they get smarter, we're hunting motion. So mm-hmm. I would say those those scenarios is where we have found it to be to be such a difference maker in your decoys. Sorry. Yep, I, I know what I was going to yeah. say. You you triggered in my mind um, after the first week of season, the birds are pressured pretty much. Like, right. They are. Like, yeah, yeah, they are. So they it's, really are. it's really something you could use from the beginning to the end, because after the first week, we all know the birds learn quick until you get those migrators pushing down into new areas. You're constantly dealing with that. And another thing is, if you were to say a ratio and you're up in Washington, so it might be different for you. But guys in California or even other states, I know tons of states listen to this. How often do you have the perfect stormy, windy day? versus having the calm windless day more often than not we're having days that are bluebird days and you're like man if i could just get a little bit of movement in the spread it would make such a difference the, the vast majority of days <laughs> every I've time been, uh, in in preparation for this i pulled up i took some good notes last year of the ducks we shot and the the type of weather and i mean the first like 14 13, 14 hunts on this, all say sunny. Yep. Yep. And probably no <laughs> you know, wind, much wind, like, huh? And there's there was hardly any wind last yeah. year. We 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 have a pretty windy spring here. And so we were thinking, man, the fall, hopefully the fall, it just wasn't very windy at all. And uh we were kind of bummed by it, you know, like, where's our wind? We want some, we want mm-hmm. some weather here. So and what's funny yeah, about I mean, that is you end up having a crazy winter, didn't you later? Oh yeah, the freeze. It got so cold really, really early. But you just didn't get the wind, the huh? Out. Yeah, the, it just didn't get a lot of wind. Mm. See, so, so we'll see. And see, that's the thing is you can have a ton of birds around, but if you have the stagnant, you don't have no wind, 
yeah, you got a lot of birds around. You got the cold front end. This is great. But if it looks like every other decoy around the area, yeah, it's it, what good does it do you, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so again, it's I guess we can move on, but it's just such an easy. If you're just setting up the the original, um, it's a minute, if that. I mean, you could have yeah, it pre not even ten seconds. Yeah, you could have it pre set yeah. up, like I'm saying, where I carry it like that. I literally go pop, 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 throw it out, hook the string, and walk away. That's thirty seconds. I'm done. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's so easy. And even the ultimate, you want to bring the ultimate out separately, plug one in, put it in the water. That's four decoys, and then connect the other one to it. It takes, you know, less than two minutes, yeah. honestly, to have that thing set up. And the cool thing about the, another feature that I really like is with a with a typical jerk line, you you have to you know set your anchor and unwind it and hook up all your decoys. So that's kind of a bit more annoying in and of itself. But you can't ever let that line go, right? You right. always have to keep a little tension on that jerk line. Where our system. Because it's it's those rods and it's held separately. If the wind kicks up and you don't want to use the jerk line anymore, yeah. walk out, disconnect the handle, and leave the seven decoys out there. They'll just float around like another decoy. Yep. So that's super slick as well because setting it up, tearing it down, you know, having the ability to just have them float out there like, you know, a group of decoys, it is pretty slick as well. It's it it makes things quite a bit easier. <laughs> You're, you're kind of nailing everything that I, I forget about because that's what we do a lot too. Like you said, we've been out there before where we take it thinking it's going to be calm. Well, you know, the weatherman's always wrong. And then it ends up being yeah. windy, but you already have a step like, who cares? Throw it out. If the wind dies yeah. off, boom, hook up the thing and start using Hook it, it up and, and go. Yeah, yeah. It's, it takes. Yeah, we, we have one set out every time, even if it's yeah. windy, because then if the wind does die, then we have the motion just ready. It takes. Right. No, it's no extra effort. effort. At all, no extra effort. Yeah, yeah, cool. So, well, let's let's uh, let's move on. Maybe we'll think of some more stuff as we go. But one to want you to tell us about and talk about your new property, and also how like uh, how you're managing it. Like, I feel like it's very intriguing to see how someone is like ma- managing vegetation and and how they're maybe doing some work in the off season and trimming and tearing and changing. Like, I think that would be such a blast to be able to manage something like that. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecovis store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. 
It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, I'll start for those that don't know, last year, so my dad and I run Motion Ducks together, and last year we had an opportunity to buy this land. Um, We moved about two and a half, three hours away. And uh, we bought this land that was developed in the 90s as a duck hunting property. And the guy that developed it put like waterways and, you know, gates and you can control water flow in certain ponds and stuff like that. And it is it is amazing. It is a dream come true. There's no doubt about it. There's uh, 335 total acres. There's 65 acres of uh, corn of a farm, which last year we weren't able to find a farmer for it. Uh, there's a longer story to that, but it's it's real irrigated. It's kind of difficult. Not a lot of people want to, you know, not a lot of farmers want to deal with that. So last year we didn't have any corn. Well, this year we found a farmer. We partnered with a guy. So we have 65 acres of corn that we're going to be able to goose hunt in, which we're totally pumped about this awesome. year. And then, um, and then it's got this network of ponds and we were able to, uh, to, you know, pull the trigger on that. And it's been awesome. So last year was a complete learning year. We had no idea what we were doing. You know, we just, we didn't even know really where the ducks were going to be working mm-hmm. the best, what ponds were going to be hunting the best. We, we built these ponds and worked on this stuff that we never even hunted one time. The ducks right. just didn't work there. They just didn't like it, right, for one reason or another. Mm-hmm. So this year we have a lot more knowledge. We know a lot more. Um, but, yeah, we, we've planted corn in a bunch of different spots just as, like, testing, like, to try to see where the corn will grow. Um, we don't have irrigation down there, so it all has to be either flooded or sub-irrigated. So you have to have kind of the right spot in order for it to have enough moisture in the ground, but not too much. Okay. And um, so we we had one really successful plot of corn this year that we will be, we'll be hunting. We'll be trying that. That was great. We planted in like three or four other spots that didn't go so well. The water just came too high and kind of drown it all out. Mm. Um, but there's that. And then we've planted millet in a couple of spots Yeah. And we're just trying to, over the years, we want to learn where it's best to plant feed and how to develop where the birds work the best, what time of year, Mm -hmm. you know? So at at this point, it's just a learning process, but man, it is, it is a lot of fun. Oh, I bet it is. It is great. Yeah. And it's it's, fun. Like, yeah, it's like experimenting too, kind of, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a, it's a funny thing to experiment because you have to, you know, plant the corn and hopefully it grows and then hunt it. Right. You know, so you really only learn yearly. You get a, you get to try something and then you learn the next year. Right. So we have, 
you know, as many things as we can manage between the two of us, um, you know, we actually found a new section of the property that we re rerouted some water and, and built a new pond this year. Mm. And so we have this new pond kind of built, we built like a, a like a dike or a little dam area to, to block the water and it's been filling up. And so who knows, we'll see, we'll, we'll hunt that a couple of times and see how that goes. And that might develop into something cool. So we've got all sorts of projects and plans and yeah, it's, uh, is it pretty easy for you to see, like, to get to places where you can always scout the property? Like, you have places where you can go to check in and see what birds are there, like, the day before you're going to hunt it or whatever? Or is it kind of tough? Yes. Yes and no. Some spots, uh, yeah, some spots it's really easy. You can just take a quad up to the top of the hill and uh, and look over a couple of different ponds. There's some areas that are actually some of our better areas that it's a little bit difficult um, it's a little bit more difficult to get in there and see without, you know, pushing the birds out, mm -hmm. which is, you know, you don't want to be doing, you want those birds to be relaxed. And, and, uh, especially if it's, if you got a hunt planned on that pond coming up. So yeah, it's, it's a little bit of both. Yeah. <clears throat> Have you, are you, do you have any thoughts besides corn to plant like anything else like millet or something like that? Yeah, we tried some millet last year. Um, we did a little bit of millet this year, but only a couple of test spots. And none of that has taken yet. Mm. Um, you know, it's uh, some of the soil is quite salty. Oh, okay. And so, so we, uh, you know, not a lot grows in that particular area except for this weird grass. Um, so we're just trying to figure out where stuff grows. Um Next year we have a plan to, we also want to put in some, uh, some sunflowers and try to increase the dove hunting because oh, we yeah. actually have some pretty good dove hunting on the property too, which has been great. We found a new spot this year that's been successful. And, um, so yeah, we got, we got all sorts of plans. There's uh we moved some cattle into the North end of the property and we're hoping that the cattle kind of clear the area so that we can potentially put corn in there um, because there's a lot of really good soil in that part of the property, but it's just so overgrown. What happened was the guy that developed it originally really like did a great job with it. And it was it really produced a lot of birds back in the day. And then the the previous owners that we bought it from were, were uh, four or five guys that just used it for, you know, their personal use. Mm. And so it wasn't really cared for in the way that like a professional club would be cared for. Mm. Um, I, I think they did fine. They did a, you know, they did what they, what they wanted to do on the property or whatever. But I think, uh, I think there's a lot more potential to the property than where we're at now. And that's what we're trying to, uh, you know, we want to just work on year after year and build back that, you know, just make it as ducky as we possibly yeah. can. So. Well, the area that you guys are in too is a phenomenal area, well-known, you know, like a, a lot of birds come through there. So, I mean, yeah. you're in the heart. I mean, it, you yeah, got a really cool are. place. You really got a cool place there. Yeah, it's great. And to be able to, to test that and try that, like you said, you it's like whatever you do this year, you ain't gonna know till next year 
what yeah. it is. And it's going to take, what, five, six, seven years, you know, to get it really dialed in. But at least you yeah, have a I really good so. base, too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it'll be I think it'll be that five, six year mark where we where we kind of really have things figured out. Um, you know, already the amount that we've learned just from last year to this year. Right. You know, we we didn't even there was a pond that we hardly even worked on last year. I mean, we didn't we didn't hardly do anything to it because we didn't know. And that ended up being one of our best ponds, hmm. one of our you know highest bird ponds. And so we put a lot more work into that this year. And, um, you know, so things like that, you just, you just don't know until you get out there and do it. Yeah. Any, um, so pretty much whatever you're going to do on the property this year is done. Like there's nothing else that you're going to do because season's pretty much almost on us, right? Yeah. Two weeks. We got a couple more blinds that we want to, uh, you know, we want to decorate a little bit better. Mm Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's pretty it's pretty well ready to go. We had one blind that the that the cows tore up, <laughs> kind of destroyed. Those stinking cows, man! They love getting it. Dude, we it's terrible. We try to put these Russian olive branches that have those spikes to like guard it. Next year, we're going to uh, our our cowboy told us he'd put some uh, some hot wire around them so we can protect our blinds a little bit better. <laughs> yeah. Now, is this in the off season you're having issues with the cows or is it during season? Um, well, this was just like uh, two, two and a half weeks ago, three weeks oh, ago, man. So yeah, off season, we kind of, you know, Tom had put a bunch of work into this blind and uh, he's like, you want to see what I did to it? And I said, sure, let's go check it out. And it was just demolished. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so, yeah. But sometimes during the season, we try to keep the cows out of our primary hunting areas because we can block them off, put them here, put them there. And so we try to <laughs> try to minimize the, you know, the amount of interaction with the cows during the season. But it's it's kind of inevitable. They they go where they want. Mm. So um, <clears throat> what so having this place and this property and this new thing for you and your dad, what did last season look like? How'd you guys do out there? It was, I mean, it was awesome. We, we didn't know what to expect, right? We don't know what a good season is versus a bad season, but for us, you know, we came from primarily like public land hunting and, you know, grinding it out and hiking in and super early mornings and kayaking. We did all that stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's such a, it's such a huge difference compared to that. Um, you know, it's, it is certainly a dream, but um yeah last year we just uh we didn't even know what we didn't know Mm -hmm. and so for us it was a phenomenal year uh talking to some of the local guides and some friends that were you know that are guides in the area uh it was not as good as a year as they've had right it was a pretty poor year especially for ducks what happened was we had such an early freeze by by middle of november everything was frozen wow and so and that typically doesn't happen, they said, until the end of December. So we had a really early freeze. So by January, there was almost no ducks left in the area. They had all pushed through. Wow. Uh, there's still some goose hunts, but yeah, ducks were were hard to come by mm. at that point. So this year could look totally different. But I mean, we had such an awesome year last year. It's, you know, if that's a bad year, right. we're, that's yeah, great. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you keeping good notes on the 
personal notes on the pawns and like keeping track and record of everything? Oh yeah. Yep. I got a, a spreadsheet that tallies the birds. I know the, like the species we shot, how many we shot throughout the year. I got, I got all that recorded. I, I kind of, I didn't do so good in January, but we didn't hunt that much in January just because there wasn't as many birds. But uh, yeah, I got pretty good notes, mm. pretty good notes. And I want to keep that year after year after year to see what type of growth and where we're shooting birds and, you know, what kind of numbers are, are coming in. So, right. Yeah. I'm a big advocate, advocate of that. And just in general, anyways, let alone having your own property and having somewhere like you need to know how to do it and how change things or move things or plant things or whatever. <clears throat> but I really like, uh, tracking all my stuff. I've been doing that for, I think this will be my fourth season doing that. And man, it, it pays off. It really does because especially oh, yeah. on public land too, you know, like what wind works at this refuge, what wind works at this public land spot, which one doesn't don't waste your time. You know, I mean, it really, it pays off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could even go a lot deeper. I just pretty much did like the blind we hunted, um, you know, what kind of weather mm. and the birds that were shot. And a couple of them, I, I recorded temperature on a, on a few of the hunts, not all of them, but yeah, you can, I mean, you can get down to, to such, such good detail mm. and, uh, you know, I'm looking at, I'm looking at this, you know, for, for the, the hunts that I'm trying to put together with you this year, mm. I'm looking at, you know, the numbers and like, okay, well, this is when we shot most of the ducks. Otherwise I wouldn't really know that you forget those things right. throughout the year, you know, like when was that hunt that we did so well, you know, yeah. and now I can just kind of go back and look at the notes. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> that being said, talking about, uh, hooking up with you, I know we're going to be doing it uh, beginning of December. How's the old numbers look then? <laughs> we're, we're actually yeah, only going yeah, yeah. okay, to be up there for you. a reason anyways. So, you know, another reason. Yeah, so December is, uh, December was okay. Beginning of December was okay, but it had just frozen. Mm. So that's kind of when the, the freeze happened like two weeks earlier than that. Mm. And, um, uh, it was fine. Wasn't there a November time that you were possibly? Well? Yeah, I was supposed to some things. I just found out today it changed a little bit with that with the people that were going with me. But I'm still, yeah, I, I will definitely hash that out with you um, afterwards okay. because it, there's a people change on that one. So <laughs> I don't know. Oh, how, okay. Okay. Yeah. Some I don't know what happened, but there's some personal deals there. So I'll I'll talk to you. I just found out today. Otherwise, I would have actually already told you this, but. Anyways, yeah, mid no mid November is definitely a very well. Actually, yeah, no, we're still. I mean, let's just put it this way: I like Washington a lot, <laughs> and I do yeah. like going up there. So there is some other stuff we got going on that I I did talk to you about opposite of this other one. Maybe I'm getting those two mixed up, but there's definitely stuff in November for sure, and that's probably yeah. your, your November was our our best uh, mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. But but the, the free is kind of, I, I think, threw a wrench in the whole thing. Like most people, you know, they're not going to know this, but we had a we had a hunt planned last year where you were going to come hunt yes. with us and we were going to film. But um, I had to cancel. We just didn't have any birds. And the day that you were supposed to come in, uh, I, I did actually go out and hunt and never even pulled the trigger. Wow. So it was a good call that we that we canceled on that. But 
Um, but we did have that planned last year. So yeah. this year, you know, and who knows that that weekend might be awesome this year. Right. Uh, we'll, we'll end up seeing. Yeah. It's duck hunting. I mean, what do you do? But here's yeah. the other thing too. Yeah, I've been really. watching the, the winter forecast. This guy is really, really accurate. Um, you guys have heard me talk about him before. It's direct weather. Some younger guy. And I, there's another one someone just told me about that they listen to, but I'm, I've listened to this other guy so much. I kind of like watching him better, but he was saying that the winter forecast for, um, he does the whole United States, but he showed the whole graph he shows and he's very accurate. Like one of the most accurate people I've ever watched, but he definitely shows your guys' area. Like, you know, central Oregon North is definitely going to have a, a warmer, drier year. When they say warmer, that just means on averages, right? doesn't mean you're going to have a hot winter. Yeah. He's just saying it could be two degrees warmer than it was last year on average. So on average, but that might honestly though, I've been, you've hunted there your whole life. I've only got about five years going to Washington and I feel like I've noticed, um, that's not a bad thing because you're so far North. It's just kind of keeps the birds around longer if I'm not mistaken. Right. Yeah. I think that was the big issue this last year is we froze so early that, you know, by the time the freeze was was there you know for for three or four weeks you know the birds are gone by that point and they never came back it never really warmed up fully i mean it kind of did we had some birds return but um yeah that that early freeze really uh really i think I, at least that's you know my assessment i could be wrong i i'm not 100 percent sure but yeah, i think it just blew the birds out earlier than normal yeah, I mean, if they don't, so we didn't. Uh, they don't got water to sit in. I mean, they're not going to stick around, you know, because that was an extreme yeah. freeze, wasn't we it? Had, we had big, we had a lot of snow as well. Yeah, and when there's what I mean, you know, six, seven, eight inches of snow on the feed, right? You know, they're going to look for easier feed at that point. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, yeah, you're 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 in a really cool area. I've actually been up there. I've only been up there once. But it was hunting somewhere else up there, and I was like, "Man, this is, this is a great looking area. Just a lot of ag, just, just a lot of water, yeah. a lot of opportunities for birds to be around." But, uh, um, <clears throat> what's your plans for the future as far as out there? Do you got any big plans, new plans, anything you got going on? I mean, as far as uh, as far as the property goes, just continuing to develop it, right? Like, just year after year, try to make you know, as many changes as we can mm -hmm. test them out. We'll keep doing what works. We're bit, we'll bail on what doesn't work. So as far as the property, we'll just keep developing it. Mm -hmm. Um, is, you know, duck hunting specific and, uh, and you know, that's just exciting in and of itself. That's just, that's fun to do. Um, we want to continue to, to, to make some duck videos. We, we've, uh, you know, we, shot a handful of videos last year, which was really fun. Um, so we're going to continue doing that. Uh, so if anybody wants to, uh, tune in and, you know, see the hunts on the property, um, then that's motion ducks on YouTube. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, as far as the future with the company, it's just continue to grow and we're working on some cool products. Um, some of this stuff takes way longer than typically expected but you know hopefully over the next you know next year the next couple years we'll uh you know we'll get some 
get some new products on board. We actually want to, we want to work on some electric stuff, even though we, we couldn't even use it here in Washington. But one of the things that we have a lot of our customers tell us they do is they'll hook an electric decoy up to one of the arms of our spreader. Mm-hmm. So that'll move around and move the other three decoys on the spreader at the same time. Um, we have a lot of guys that, that do that. And then if the battery dies, you just hook up the pull cord and you got a jerk line. Yep. And so, <clears throat> you know, that's something we've considered uh, working on, um, you know, stuff like that. So yeah, just continue to grow and develop and come out with, uh, you know, some new stuff. And Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I got a suggestion on that. If you're going to make something, I'll throw my advice and a tip in now. Okay, okay. Hit me. Whatever you make for that, and I think you should, Ben, I really think you should make something like that. I wish I was more inventive and could do that stuff myself because I would. there's so many different things I would do as a hunter because I just constantly trying to think of the better thing to do is you have to you need to make something like that for sure but you got to make it light and you got to make it quiet because then it just defeats all purpose now that being said and I don't know how you do that but to me it's almost a waste if it's not and I'll tell you explain you something here and I guarantee I know what those guys you're saying use a a arm or a, a battery operated deal I can't think of their names right now there's a group of guys that make those uh, automatic pullers. Thomas actually bought one. They're very expensive. And not yeah, to yeah, not yeah, to downplay are. them and hurt anybody. In my opinion, for me, not saying it's not worth it for someone else, but for us, there are public land hunters that got to pack in and try to be as light as you can because we're pushing everything. We're carrying everything on our back. Um, it was noisy. Like, it was heavy and noisy because if I remember right, I don't want to say if it was a 12-volt battery. I can't remember. I think it was. So the battery was heavy. The box that goes, it sits in, it was an automatic arm, and it, it did this. It kind of like rotated, but it was very loud. And we actually used it several times on hunts just to test it out with your motion ducks because, we, again, we love the product. So we're like, okay, perfect. Now we don't have to sit here and pull this thing. We'll hook it up to this and use it. And um, for us, like I said, hiking in, packing in, it just was not worth it, and I feel like it was just too noisy, and birds were hearing that thing because it's it was to me it was kind of loud, honestly. Yeah, yeah. there's got to no, be a way to work sad. around that. I don't know how, but yeah, I don't think. Um, yeah, yeah, those are there's certainly a market for them, but yeah, if you're going to be hiking in at all, you know, you, it's that that stuff gets so heavy. Yep, it so does. heavy. And I think and the guys so that I, made this product actually are on a, they're, I believe they're somewhere in the South, Arkansas or something like that. And they have 
massive crazy spreads. Uh, they're in the timber. I mean, yep. it's honestly for them, it's probably perfect. It's not going to affect anything. Right. It's just for us on the West Coast, it's kind of a little bit of a trickier a deal. Yeah. And that was actually one of the things being that our, our product is a pull cord, it's manual. You know, we weren't sure initially if there was going to be a huge demand outside of, you know, the handful of states that limit electronic use like mm. California and Washington and Oregon. And uh, what we found was that was the complete opposite. People actually typically, you know, like the big heavy electric stuff, the mm -hmm. battery can die. It, it fails. It's super expensive. Got to charge it. Can't forget to charge it. You got to charge it. Mm -hmm. It becomes almost like too, too cumbersome. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we, we found that, um, that most people definitely prefer just, it's going to work every time. If you're hooking it up and pulling it. <laughs> as long as you mar moves, it's moving. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, but, but in spite of that, there's still a market for it. I don't think we would develop an auto jerk just because, um, just because, yeah, those are, so, those are so, so they require so much and they're so heavy and they're big and bulky and all of that. What I was more referring to was an actual decoy, a powered decoy itself. Oh, okay. And there's a handful of them out there. Um, but we, we want to work on something that's specific for our product that will actually, so you, you know, you have a, one of the decoys that's powered and that'll move around. So it'll shift the other ones around oh, at the same time. Gotcha. We wouldn't develop an auto jerk. We've considered it in the, in the past, but those are those concerns you brought up are, yep. are what we discussed. Like, is it even really, um, is that the direction that we would want to go? Because our, our product really does work so good for mm. the public land hunter. Yep. You know? And so, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. I mean, because then you start veering off of your your origin of how you started, why you started. And you don't yep. really want to get too far from that. If anything, like you said, you want to make that product better, which yeah, it's pretty tough yeah. to do. But having something like you're saying is a good option to have like almost like a backup type of thing, which would be really sweet, you know, an option to have, but it's, it's hard to, it's hard to beat your own self, you know, use. I mean, that's, yeah. that's always there. <laughs> that's a discussion. It's a discussion that we've had a lot. Like, you know, should we add this or add that or try to, you know, it, but the product, it, it works so well. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, you, you hunt educated birds and there's hunts where we've had that it, it, it like made late season educated birds. It, it felt like opening day again. They just dumped in it, like switched something in their brains mm -hmm. so that the product works so good. It's like trying to add stuff to it might deter. It might take right. away from the, the, you know, the simplicity and the effectiveness of the product as is. Mm -hmm. So there's that component as well. You know, I mean, do we really need to even add more to it? Cause it is, yeah, it is. It's a great product. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> you know, if anything, like you said, you could just do something totally different that just, just to keep business going and grow or whatever. I mean, like this is totally off subject of, spreaders or decoys but like my biggest thing and 
I wish I would invent it myself. That way I can make the money and profit because I know it would sell big. And I'm letting everybody that listens to this have the idea and run with it if they want, I Uh-oh. guess. But is a dog stand that is compact, that is doesn't take up such a big footprint. You know, I use Momarsh dog stand all the time, and it's so it it's nice for the dog. Don't get me wrong. But I have a I have a ninety pound lab and he still only uses half of that thing. And if you're hunting in environments like I am, that takes a big footprint up. When the birds are flying over from the air, you know they're seeing a big black hole down there because I'm smashing all the toys down just to hide his his dog stand. You know, yeah, yeah. You can make something half the size of that. I mean, they still could be comfortable if they want, but I mean, it doesn't have to be like a a queen king size bed out there for him. Yeah. <laughs> it's luxury for that dog. Yeah, literally. But anyways, yeah, it's things like that. There's you think you kinda you start thinking everything's been created and it's done. And like, I don't think there's nothing else you could do. And then you come out with a product like you did, you know, and it's like, wow, this yeah, is a yeah. game changer, you know? Like you said, here's the thing, another cool thing about uh, motion ducks is the fact that another thing you gotta be careful of and pay attention to is not overcalling on stagnant birds because they've heard every call and every guy blow their kazoo around them. And that even causes them. In fact, it's crazy how silent birds get when they're pressured. They really don't even Mm -hmm. talk to each other, even when they're on their own little turf. At least I've noticed that in some of our grasslands here is they get really quiet. You would think there ain't a bird out there and you're walking out there all of a sudden 200 birds flush out there. And you're like, man, they weren't even chatting. They weren't, they weren't talking to each other. They were quiet because They know they got to stay quiet. And so that's one thing nice about that is, hey, put the duck call down and just keep the motion going. Even if you see something, you don't have to sit there and call at them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. My my uh, my idea on on calling is is just to try to mimic the birds. If the mm. birds are yapping and they're talking a lot, then I'll, I'll call more. But if they're quiet, then just no calling at all. Yep. Because, yeah, it, I mean, it changes, man. They, they, uh, and they learn, especially bad calling. I'm not a great caller. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm all right. I can, I can throw a quack out there, but you know, they hear it. They hear it all, yeah. all the way down the flyway. You know, they're hearing, yeah. they're hearing all the bad calling and the good calling. And then, I, I, I personally, they, the ducks seem to get so stinking smart. Mm-hmm. I, I think they can tell a difference at, at, at some point. I mean, yeah, and they get smart. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. It's, it's, it's just the habit of most duck hunters. Uh, seabird call, seabird call. Yeah. It's like, yeah. well, I, you know, ducks aren't always doing that, and that's what our goal is to imitate what they do, and that's something we're all learning. We're constantly learning, right? You think you got it dialed in, and then a day happens, and you're like, well, I thought that's what I did last time, and it worked, but it ain't yeah. working this time. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work, or you, or or it does work all of a sudden. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's I mean, it's, it's a challenge. I think that's what draws us back to it. It's such a challenge and it's a wild it's wild game and you know it's just trying to figure them out and oh, be the best you can. Yeah, it's wild. I mean, I even looking at my notes here, I've got a day here, you know, we shot three ducks and then the next day had a three man limit, same pond. It's like what in the world? What is that? Yeah, it's wild. It's yeah. wild. So I mean, it really does. You just got to get out there and yep. you got to hunt and you're going to have some, you're going to have some slow days and you're going to have some killer days. It's just really a matter of just getting out there as much as you can and, 
you know, trying to be on the X, but sometimes you hit it and sometimes you don't. Right. Yeah, that's tough. Well, I think we covered everything, unless there's something we missed that you were wanting to chat about. Um, no, no, I think uh, we covered it pretty well. Yeah, I wanted to just throw this out there again. Um, you guys, check out motionducks.com forward slash MVM. And when you go in there, that's already a really good deal in itself because it gives you the uh, ultimate spreader uh, when you purchase that. But then on okay. top of that, type in the code MIDVALLEY. All one word, M-I-D-V-A-L-L-E-Y, and you'll get an additional 10% off. And I'm telling you right now, that's a great deal. Like, it's the best best deal out there you can find. And you're not going to regret it. I promise you, you won't. If you've been on the fence about it, you've been thinking about adding something to your spread different that you've ever done, I'm telling you, that's the thing that you want to do. I promise you. It's all, yeah. It's always with us. It's always with us. Yeah. And we're, we're shipping every day right now. So you'll get it quick. Um, so as soon as you order, we'll, we'll be shipping it either that day or the, or the next day, but, uh, yeah, we'll try to get it to you as quick as possible and yeah, got to put it to use. Got to try it out. Oh, uh, you, you won't, you won't regret it. I promise you that. So check it out. Motionducks.com forward slash MVM. Also check out his Instagram, Facebook, and really check out their YouTube channel. They got some great hunts on there and, and it will give you the chance to see the property, um, ben, you did some videos on it and some drone drone shots too, I believe. On that yeah, we, one. Had, we got some shots of the property. Yeah, yeah it's really out. cool. It's it's really cool. If you want to kind of visualize and see what we were talking about in this episode, you could go there and check that out too. So yeah, and and the other thing is we 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 posted a few videos about planting some corn and stuff like that. I, they only you know people just don't seem to care as much mm-hmm. about that stuff. So we we haven't really continued <laughs> that all that much. Uh, but if you guys do want to see it, if you're interested in that, then leave a comment on those videos and let us know. We could certainly post more about, you know, working on the blinds and the planting the corn and all of those, you know, that kind of upkeep stuff. Um, right. If people want to see it, it's, uh, it's certainly not, you know, not as cool as the hunting. But uh, but yeah, there's there's loads of stuff. Um, and we'll, we're going to try to put out as many hunting videos as we can this year. We have the corn as well. So <laughs> Hopefully we'll we'll uh, get some goose hunts in. We we did a couple goose hunts with some friends last year, but um and and filmed those. But uh, hopefully we'll we'll get some on our property, which should be awesome. Yeah, uh, that's gonna be loads of fun. I love to see that. Who and knows? Maybe when you're up here, we'll yeah. have a chance to uh, do a day of goose and a day of duck. Or, that would or be both cool. In the same day, maybe. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So, um, yeah, guys, stay tuned for that to see that on both channels and and. I'm I'm actually looking forward to being up there. I was real. We were both pretty bummed when it didn't work out last time. Yeah. Because yeah. but if the birds aren't there, they ain't there. There's nothing you can They're do about there. it too. Yeah. Yeah. So. All yeah, right. No, well, I'm looking forward to it, man. It's gonna be great. I I I hope it works out. Whether it happens, too. you know, once or even even twice. Uh, yeah. We'll we'll definitely uh, we'll definitely be filming it from both angles and and uh, yeah. Yeah. Sounds we'll good. Some videos out. Yeah, stay tuned, guys, for it. All right, guys, thanks for listening in this episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Check it out, and we'll see you guys on the next one. <laughs>